0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of 28 Days Later. I am one of your hosts, Sophie, joined, as always, by my just absolutely... um, Why did I... I got so good at looking up words
1: last time.
0: Promising co-host, Hannah. (laughs)
1: Hello! Also, I was thinking maybe we should change that instead of being like always, you could just say, like, most of the times, <laughs> since <laughs> As I am not uh, always sometimes here.
0: happens, uh, Hannah's here. Uh, <laughs> I want you to know that when I forget to look up a word, I just start looking around me in my office at home for what other words I might use. And yes, I did look directly at my uh, movie theater grade Promising Young Woman poster and realize that was the p- correct word for you.
1: I assumed that that was probably the case, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll take it." Yeah, Uh, but it's
0: not just Hannah and I this week because you guys loved the episode so much, we had to bring him back. Our brother Ryan, uh, back from the Baywatch episode, is here to join us. How are you, Ryan?
2: I am very excited, and that's Um, yeah. We're gonna. (laughs) gonna,
0: gonna, We've uh, we've got a movie to talk about. Before we talk about the movie. I just have to be that guy and say uh, I'm starting to plan a wedding. People who listen to this podcast probably remember me saying a while back that I was engaged and uh, I spent four hours over the course of last week interviewing various wedding planners over zoom which was great and exhausting and as of this morning my fiancé and I are scheduled to go visit five wedding venues on Thursday with our Holy now... smokes. Yeah, with our now hired wedding planner. So, uh... That's Things busy. are happening? happening. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Um, stuff is going on. We've been, like, talking about wedding favors and centerpieces, and um, it's nuts. But, yeah. Uh, for those of you that are listening that know me in real life, a date is probably forthcoming so uh hold on to your butts um I have to tell you guys that so all the venues um for the most part had a phone number you could call one only had an email address but most of them had phone numbers but of course nobody answered when I called it was just kind of like leave a message and wait for them to call back and the first guy that called me back he calls me I'm not going to say the name of the of the venue, but he was just sort of like...
2: Put him on blast.
0: He was uh-huh. like, hey, this is John. And he was like a very... Uh, he was just like a very flamboyant sounding gentleman. And he was like, so I hear you're getting married. That's how he... <sighs> That's how he started the call. And I was like, yep. And he just goes, don't do it. So, anyway, we're free on Thursday at 10. And I was like, wait, what? Like, uh, 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 that's your sales pitch as the guy? Very
2: that successful wedding planner. Runs business. a wedding venue. <laughs> like,
0: you, your job is to sell me this event space for my wedding and he like i thought was gonna be like just kidding but he didn't he just goes don't do it so anyway thursday at 10 you're gonna park in the circle and i'll see you there and i was like okay
1: that man cried into a mirror for 20 minutes straight about the ending of his <laughs> marriage before he made that <laughs> phone call it was it was a lot i did have a moment where i was like is he going through
0: something like this is there's this a, is a lot uh
1: there was a couple on a reality show I watched where, like, the they were just like they had been through a lot, including the uh, fiance, the the man, like cheating on the woman several hmm. times mm-hmm. um, before they got engaged, and then him being like, "Well, now that we've made it through, now that you stuck by my side after I cheated on you all those times, I think we should get married." And at their uh, bachelor, at her bachelorette party somebody at a club that they went to basically did that like they made a sign that said like don't do it but oh, like no. obviously it was a joke and it was right. like a joke that they probably do for like all couples um, yeah. but she had it a just full hit, meltdown, hit a little
0: wrong in this time, hit her in this hit her
1: way too close to home and she like <laughs> lost her mind and it's like yeah I feel like if if that's happening to you like the night before your wedding like <laughs> yeah I don't know, you might not be in the best position to begin <laughs>
0: with. Maybe maybe pump the brakes. Or uh this joke will only be funny to Hannah and like two of our listeners, but like <laughs> If oh, uh, if it's still upsetting you that close to your wedding, you might be a sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a deep cut for
2: Two <laughs> anyway,
0: anyway. Um, let's talk about the movie for tonight. I'm really excited because I watched this movie while I was at work and I did not take notes and I did not do any research and I'm a little drunk. So this episode's going to go great. Um, Hannah picked this movie. So I think
1: she should tell us so why. So
2: she's to blame.
1: Yeah. I'm blame, you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I okay, but I okay, I but I watched this movie on Friday. And I was like, wow, this movie is ugh, bad. Just So d- bad. you did,
0: just for clarification, you did not watch this movie alone. You were with another person.
1: Yes. Okay. Um. And I, and also just like, ugh, yeah, so there's a lot I have to say about it. But I did think to myself, I was like, okay, it's Friday. Like there's still time to tell them if I want to, if I think we should talk about something else. And I was like, you know what? We haven't done like a like, a bad movie in a while, and, like, at and least... And I'm getting
0: sick of giving fives.
1: Yeah, I was like, at least, like, in this case, I do think we'll have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um But it's funny, I didn't even think about it when I was talking about the reality show comment that I just made because a different person from that reality show is also in this movie.
2: Ooh, well, Hannah, what crossover. is this movie?
1: So the movie we were talking yeah, crossover. The movie that we were talking about is called Spree. Um, it's like a rideshare horror movie. And also I thought about it too, like, um, as it was happening, that it's also kind of like some new version of <clears throat> like found footage where everybody mm-hmm. is actively live streaming everything. Mm-hmm. Even though there were so many times where I'd be like, why would you be live streaming this? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: The whole movie, basically. The whole time, yeah. (laughs) Literally the whole
1: movie. Like, yeah. Um, But I also have to say, so part of why I chose this is I had heard somewhere that it was fun or good or something. And um, maybe just like that Joe Carey's performance was good in it. Mm -hmm. And I love Joe Carey because... A, he was great in Stranger Things, but also he's from Chicago, and one of my friends in Chicago used to work with him. So we've all been very excited by his, you know, like, meteoric rise since Stranger Things premiered. So I try to support a fellow Chicagoan and everything. But, yeah, I mean, basically we're just watching, like, a a person slowly breaking down over the course of the day and live streaming the entire thing while also yeah, people. <laughs> yeah. that's a
2: great description <laughs>
0: yeah that's basically that's like the one that, they should have put that on the poster honestly
2: all in the name of insta fame
1: <laughs> oh my god and yeah like it was also so funny because watching this movie i watched with my friend martin who also doesn't really do like Like, you know, most people know that I didn't have an Instagram when we started this podcast. I eventually got one for my shirt business, but I don't really have, like, a – I'm not a very active Instagram person, and I don't really have Facebook or anything. So there was, like, a lot of questions that we – and he doesn't either. There's a lot of questions that we both had about, like, how things work with live streaming and, like (laughs) – I think me, it like, honestly
0: works out perfectly that we're having Ryan on this episode since he whoop is whoop. like an internet personality. He can kind of like speak to uh the experience of this of this That was guy like my first
2: bit. note that I wrote down. I was like, as an aspiring YouTube star, I could very much identify with the plot of this movie. And then like five minutes in, I was like, oh no. Oh, yeah, so God, Ryan, no. tell me about
0: <laughs> writing that down. Ryan, tell me about the first time that you thought about murdering people on the yeah. internet. And then tell I don't me have like enough a-
2: followers. <laughs> a
0: brief overview of what you thought of this movie. Like, first impressions. What would
2: you think? Oh, my gosh. So it was... I was very excited by the idea of it because it was like, all right, a frustrated person looking for fame decides to start murdering people to gain that fame. Makes sense. (laughs) I'm on (laughs) board. And then I just could not buy into any of the characters at all. (laughs) Any of them. Like, from the get-go, I was just like, I... Everything feels like a caricature. Everything feels so like someone had the idea who has never heard of, like Hannah, who has no association with Instagram, <laughs> but has heard of live streaming. Was like, let me write this movie about what it's like to oh be an God. Instagram live streamer. I'm so
1: offended. I would write a, I would write a much better movie than this. But I because you would do research comparison that you're making. Because yeah, like the whole time I was like, is this how this stuff works? I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, I also, it's wild. Can I tell you guys something, too? I have to, like, I don't, I was thinking about this, too, since I watched it. I was like, I need to figure out a way. It would have been better if we had video chat or something before this. But basically, my best friend. Um, although maybe we should bleep his name because I don't know if he wants it out there like that or if it will spoil his whole thing. Sure, you're <laughs> a best friend. And um, he, over quarantine, like, in the early days, like, between, like, March and uh, maybe, like, May, he started a YouTube called <laughs> The Real Joshua Hutcherson. Excuse and me? What?
0: I said, excuse me?
1: Yes, So he started a YouTube, he started a YouTube, and that's why he maybe wants his name blurred because, or bleep, because part of it is like. we also have to
2: bleep out the YouTube name?
1: (laughs) No, no, so because he wants you to think like he's actually this person. Right, so we should probably bleep the YouTube name too or people are gonna know it's
0: not really him.
1: Oh, geez. Well <laughs> <laughs> it's a character amazing. though, but I think he wants you to know he's playing a character. It's obvious it's it's obvious it's scripted, even though it's supposed to be. Is this on YouTube
0: not. or Instagram? I'm looking it up right now. It's on
1: YouTube. His name on YouTube is Joshua Byron Hutcherson. <laughs>
0: I <I'm> actually <laughs> And dead. it is
1: and it's so funny, you guys. I cannot even tell you because it's like every video, they're very short, they're like a minute long. And every video is, like, him trying to be a YouTuber and, like, just doing it really poorly. And he he does this thing that is very John where he, like, stumbles over his, over his words. But he does it in a very, very seamless, like, believable way. And so there was a <laughs> lot of times in this movie where Joe Carey was, like, basically kind of doing that or, like, trying to do that but it didn't feel like natural yes. and there's so much of this movie i was like this movie is like if joshua byron hutcherson became <laughs> became a murderer like <laughs> and i cannot i wanted to uh, i wanted to figure out a way that i could like play it for you guys so that you could see it or like get an understanding of how much john is just like like joe Carey's interpretation of this character is so similar to <laughs> joshua byron hutcherson It's so funny.
0: So here's what I need to say is that, um, Ryan, you also watched this movie with someone else, correct?
2: Yes, Lauren and I watched it together, and I was very excited because as soon as we started watching it, she leaned over when she saw that he was going to be live streaming. She was like, oh, so we already know that whatever happens to him is going to be live stream. And in my head, I was like, oh, you think he's going to be the victim? You have oh, no man. idea what's That's, about to happen. Man,
0: I really wish Lauren was going to, like, special guest on this episode because I need to hear what she thought was happening. Mm-hmm. I can um, just
2: – she would be echoing me because the whole time we were just going, this is so – weird what is happening what are we watching and why is this a movie yes
0: so i watched this movie alone and i feel like if you watch this movie with another person it's not good but i feel like there's enough weird stuff and there's some fun very random celebrity cameos which we can talk about that yes i feel like maybe if you were watching this with another person it would be kind of fun but i watched it alone and i was just kind of like oh man this is not bad enough to be fun and it's not good enough to be good. And so here we are. And, like, to hmm. Ryan's point earlier about all the characters being just, like, two-dimensional caricatures, I don't know what part didn't sell you, Ryan, about the guy that was like, I'm a walking internet comment board. I'm just going to, like, call you a snowflake and, like, a, oh my god, all kinds of, like, just, like, this, whoever wrote this was like, I'm going to take all the stupid, insulting, Ridiculous, revolting things that white supremacist, misogynists will say on the internet, and make one person spew them to a a spree driver, which is basically Lyft or Uber, yep. like <laughs> completely unironically. It was so strange, and, and that, was th- car-
2: that was the first care. That was the first person that you meet, and I was just like, "This." Yes. It set the tone for the whole movie. Yeah,
1: you're like, like, "Oh, this, see, this, this is what we're air. doing."
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Also, so you're like, "This is where we're like- gonna be for the rest of the time." That's good to know.
1: There are also dudes on there, on the, like, characters in it who were, like, Kyle Mooney's character at one point is basically, like, trying to, <clears throat> like, at this point he's assuming that, so Shira Zameda's character is drunk. And he's, like, trying to convince her to come home with him while she's clearly too intoxicated to function. And he's mm-hmm. live streaming that. And
0: he's saying that he's gonna live stream the whole night. And it's like, yeah,
2: that was a very uncomfortable comment.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, and here's what? So, and to Hannah's point, like the other thing that was frustrating, and we can get into this further, is that I think in some ways this is interested in being a found footage. Like, so found footage horror, especially tech found footage, things like host and unfriended and searching and the den have become popular in the last five to ten years and they do really interesting things and i think this movie saw those movies and was like i want to do that and then just did it terribly like let's just before we even get into the plot and the acting like can we just talk about the the way that this went from like vertical to horizontal to vertical to two screen to four screen to vertical like it was, it was a lot. confusing to watch. And like, it was not pleasant because the aspect ratio kept changing. And I kept being like, you'd think that this being a movie that's meant to be somebody live streaming would be like good to watch on your phone. But they didn't mm-hmm. even take advantage of that because it would only be good if you were going to like flip your phone every five minutes to a different
1: like orientation.
2: Yeah, it was not ideal.
1: Yeah, well, it's like Ryan said, it really had a vibe to it of, like, someone creating this idea or this movie without actual like any real understanding of, like, how live streaming or, like, even, like, phones work. <laughs> right. Or it's even, like, what the, the viewing main experience would be like.
2: It's as if the main character was dying for... Like, to understand what going viral was, and he wrote this movie about himself <laughs> without any knowledge of what any of these things mean.
0: Well, and it's funny because, yeah, there's this line where, so one of the cameos, it's not even a cameo, so Shira Zameda plays one of the other characters who ends up being sort of a main character in this film. She plays a stand-up comedian.
1: I mean, um, she's basically the final girl of this movie.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, but there's a point where he becomes obsessed with her um, popularity popularity and her fame and her Instagram followers, and he's on her feed and he's like really angry that she keeps going from vertical to horizontal, but then the whole movie does it the whole time. And I'm like, are you trying to be funny? Because if you are, it isn't working. And it feels like in fact what you're doing is you don't understand how annoying this is to watch.
1: And also her character, when we first are introduced to her, she sees a a spree like basically what is supposed to be like a like a Uber pool or something. So it's multiple people. She sees an Uber pool pull up that has two men in it, and is like now nah, I'll wait and for and another it's blasting,
0: one. They're blasting music, and they just
1: like pull up like yeah, very
0: recklessly. Like
2: the driver's self produced music. <laughs> she
1: see yes, which I've actually I've totally been in cars where that's been a thing before, mm-hmm. um, but like she. Her initial reaction to seeing two men that are being creepy in a car is to be like actually I'll wait for another one and then he tells her that you he's like I'll let you ride for free and she's like okay and I was like what the fuck like Like,
2: low-key chasing her down in the parking lot
1: (laughs) yes I was like her motivation makes no sense in this moment and it changed so quickly like, we're introduced to her as that she's supposed to be this very, like, smart, like, aware person. And I was like, how would she immediately go from, like, you guys seem like creeps. I'm going to take a different car. To, oh. Oh. I already canceled the ride, but you're gonna drive me for free, so there will be no record of where you're taking me. Right. Okay, I'll get into this car.
0: She's like, "Oh wait, I already, I already canceled this because you guys were creepy, and then you acted creepier, so now I'm gonna get in the car." Is
1: like, absolutely bonkers. Also, and shout out the guy I'll... in the car at that moment is from one of my favorite movies, um, Staten Island Summer. Love oh that shit, movie. that's a great yeah, movie. Yeah, he's,
0: he's Anthony. Oh Hannah what's your favorite line about Anthony
1: Exactly so my favorite line From that movie and whenever Well I'll leave that (laughs) for now My favorite line from that movie Is when when Gina Gershon's Character comes up to him And just says so Anthony Would you say you have a big dick
0: (laughs) And in this movie He would say that and he'd probably be lying Uh,
2: He would be screaming (laughs) it
0: Yeah, I mean, he's another example of a super realistic (laughs) character who's just like, listen, and I'm not saying that guys this trash don't exist, but like, again, he's another example of a character that is so two-dimensional. He gets in the car and is like, hey, you like, he's just like screaming expletives and homophobic stuff at Joe Carey about wanting to get to where he's going faster because he's got a stupid bitch he has to fuck. And then he sees the shears and he's like, "Just kidding, pick her up." And then when she's not interested, he's like, "The only way to make myself feel better is to fuck some idiot." And it's just like, "Wow, cool." So this again, like, yes, those people exist. I would love to believe that few of them feel that comfortable saying all those things to a stranger.
2: Yeah, everyone was just one personality trait. <laughs> it's like here and is, and they
1: were all terrible.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, after, when you guys were talking about Sashir Zameda and how that her like decision and how flawed it was, and I was like, and she is the most believable character of the yes. whole movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. a lot. What did you guys think of um, Hannah? What's the name of the girl from OC who showed up whose name I can't remember?
1: Misha Barton. And I almost Misha said Barton. Misha Collins, which is the guy from Supernatural, so I was close. And Misha Barton was in a car with Ariana Grande's brother, whose name I don't know, and Lala Kent, who's from Vanderpump Rules, who's a reality television star, who I'm pretty sure her husband produced this movie. So uh, I think
2: Drake also produced it, I thought I Yeah,
1: so. Drake in future produced this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, so this, Hannah, did
0: you actually pick this? Now, people who don't know Hannah or have not seen Hannah on Hinge might not know that all of Hannah's Hinge content is about Drake. And now I feel like she can't. Specifically how much I don't like
1: Drake, let's be clear. Yeah,
0: but then one of it is that surprisingly you do like Drake. So is all of this a clever ruse to make us talk about a Drake movie, Hannah? I ask you.
1: I think that Drake and Future are collectively producing things that are projects that they don't fully understand, but that someone pitched them as like something that young people are gonna really get behind, like a way to expand your. That's
2: port. a they also way to describe this movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like somebody being like, "It's like a, it's like Blair Witch, but everyone's live streaming, and it all takes place in an Uber." And they were both like, "That sounds like something teenagers will like cream their jeans for." I'm here for
2: it. <laughs> Which is a line from the movie. <laughs> That real estate lady says that to whoever she's on the phone with. You're going to cream your jeans over this property. Oh,
0: (laughs) my God. And then she says something like, I love the cactus. On to the next possible yoga salon. And then she's (laughs) like, no, I wouldn't say that to customers. It's so
1: ridiculous.
2: It hurt me to watch. It's so
1: bad. Yeah, it was so bad. And it was just like, yeah, I was like, this is crazy to me because there's certainly a handful of people in this movie that I think of as being like, like,
2: Smart people.
0: (laughs) And I was like, I I would say most of the people in this movie that we recognize are people like Kyle Mooney and Sashir Zameda and Joe Carey are people that like I respect and want the best for. Like, I can't say this is the first time I've seen David Arquette make a poor choice in terms of projects he wants to be involved in. Right. You mean you're
2: not on board with his new WWE career?
0: What? What? <laughs> Are I you didn't not know familiar- about this. Oh, yeah. David no. Arquette.
2: I don't think he's actually in the WWE, but he is hardcore into wrestling now and doing like insane wrestling stunts regularly on the what? internet. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> yeah. He's just getting annihilated by wrestlers all the
0: time. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. How well, did you guys I feel mean-
1: about um, his character development when... He came running out of the kitchen of his <laughs> wife's home with a needle actively his hanging ex-wife. Out of his arm. His ex-wife. His,
0: his estranged wife. And yeah. they never yeah.
2: explained why he was there.
0: Also, her dead body was right next to the front it door. So, so how did confusing. he never see it?
2: It didn't make sense. But I did write in that scene that the fact that David Arquette is more believable as a DJ than most of the characters in this movie <laughs> is a problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's what I want to know, because, you know, uh, it's really the elephant in the room. What did everybody think of Joe Carey in this movie?
1: What do you mean? Like, what did you think of his performance?
2: Cringe? Cringe movie? Yeah, I think think it
1: became less and less. Like, in the beginning, there were parts of it that I was, like, kind of okay with. And then the far, like the the more it went on, the longer it went on for, I was like, this is becoming more and more, like, p- performative and, like, more and more, like, a caricature that it's not really feeling like a thing anymore. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, by the end of the movie, he had... Because they were doing this thing where they were, like, brushing his hair down in his face a lot in the mm-hmm. beginning and, like, making it look, like, very greasy. And um, there's, like, a turn toward the end of the movie before he's going to go kill, like, his last victim, where his hair is all, like, pushed out of his face and much more, like, the signature Joe Carey hair that people are used to. Yeah. And me and, uh, or Martin and I were joking that, like, he could only commit to so much of the movie before he was, like, if I don't get to push my hair back and, like, show how glorious my hair is, like, I can't fully commit to any role. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm just going to come
0: out and say that, like, I love Joe Carey in Stranger Things, and I have very warm feelings for him because of the character of Steve and also how gloriously he apparently gets a while with Ben Schwartz. Like, I just love everything about that. I found his, I mean, this character is not well written, but I also found his performance to be pretty bad. Like... Even the stuff that didn't feel unbelievable on the page did not feel well acted by him. And I can't tell if it's because... Like, I don't think it's because he doesn't have range. I'm sure that if he wanted to play a super weird character, he could. I just think this feels like a role that he took wanting to not be typecast after stranger things. And it just was not, it was not successful. Like I, it really bummed me out to watch him in this movie <laughs> because I was like, Oh, I've always thought he was a really good actor and he's not in this.
1: Yeah. I think, I think I it's also, on- Oh, go ahead, Ryan.
2: I was just gonna say, I was, I, my, I think mine was similar to you, Hannah, that just that it, in the beginning I was like, okay, like this, it seemed somewhat, believable but then the whole movie just felt so artificial that as time went on it was like no one's performance stuck out to me I was just like this whole movie hurts me to watch so I was like (laughs) I don't like anyone but I can't pin it on anyone because everything hurts me yeah
1: and I would say there's a there's a decent chance at least for my reading of the movie like there's a decent chance I think that a lot of that has to do with like pretty poor directing Oh, Um,
0: absolutely, Because I think, like, so much of
1: it was, like... To me, it seemed like so much of it was people probably just being told, like, do that more. Lean into that more. Subtlety does not exist on this... In this dojo. Like, we are not... Like, yeah, the fact that... You know how people say, like, show, don't tell? This movie, like... Patently misunderstood that and they were like if I show David Arquette running out of the kitchen with a needle hanging out of his arm Then I'm showing the audience not telling them he has a drug problem <laughs> It's like no no that is so absurd like I just feel like yeah so much of like the writing and the directing of this was just like like I just imagine the director like screaming through a megaphone like more 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 don't look (laughs) at each other in the eyes never like like just be more and more unhuman like it just was so like yeah all the choices were so strange and like the scene with misha barton that you were um mentioning before when two people ariana grande's brother and lala Kent, almost have their heads decapitated
0: yeah because they're
1: standing out of the sunroof and they drive under like a like a way too low beam. Instead of getting mad, they're like, "OMG, this is great. We should be live streaming this." Like, what? And yeah, any- the girl
0: yells at Misha Barton for being like worried about them and then he drives through a fence and she's like be more careful it's like you guys should be a lot more concerned at this they're in a
1: junkyard too and like yeah exactly and and then he closes them into he closes them into the uh like the sunroof and they're both screaming because it's like crushing their stomachs but misha Barnes sticks her head out the window and doesn't hear them
0: yeah, it's And also, weird.
1: even if someone was standing out, outside of a sunroof in a car, it doesn't, cl- like, make an airtight seal around them. Like, you would still be able to hear them screaming from inside the car. Also, that was a pretty new
0: car, and new cars have all manner of sensors to stop windows from closing on people. <laughs> so, like... That would not have killed them the way it killed them in this movie.
2: I think you're under underestimating his technical prowess. <laughs> this
0: person, this whoever wrote this, does not understand live streaming or cars
2: or anything um,
0: or, or anything. DJs <laughs> or drug like, problems or DJs or comedy.
1: Can
0: Can you guys tell me like, did water you have bottles. if you had to pick a favorite kill in this movie? What would your favorite kill be?
2: This is very hard for me, also, because that was one of the things I, I like, noted, was I was like, even the kills aren't rewarding. Like, most mm-hmm. of them are not shown. Like, it's, yeah. it cut, the camera cuts right before anything happens, which yeah. was so frustrating, because I was like, even if it's a bad, like, even bad slasher movies, at least you get cool kills. And I was like, nope, you don't see anything in this whole movie.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, and you would think, too, since they went out of their way to make the characters, like so unlikable and make them each like a stand-in for a thing that exists on the internet that everybody hates that you would think that they really would lean into that and like kill everybody extra yeah like to give you that extra payoff of like okay yeah this caricature of like a everything that's wrong with the internet is gonna die and we're all gonna watch them die in like a crazy way and it's gonna be really Rewarding, and then it said it was like, actually, we're just gonna cut to five minutes later, and he's gone now, and all you like, it's implied that he's dead.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the only people that we saw actually die were David Arquette and
0: the Logan main character, Paul. Joe. Well, what a, I mean,
1: we in s- that little teenager guy that-, that he stabbed
2: but barely cuz he like the during the fight scene the camera's like pant like the cameras are all blurry and then it comes back and the kid's dead.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean the guy that he runs
1: over repeatedly with the car.
2: That's true. We saw that one.
1: Um that guy deserved it. <laughs> Which really made me laugh because I had also just been telling um I met um cuz I you know, pe- most people who know me know that I was a nanny for many years and that I recently had to stop because I'm in school, but I worked for the same family for three years. And on um, Friday, I was uh, filling in for their family friend's nanny. So I got to go to the park with them and meet their new nanny. And I was giving her, like, advice on um, games and stuff to play with them when it's summertime or just, like, in general. And I was telling her about how one of my favorite things to do with small children that I learned from working at a summer camp is if you buy regular balloons and fill them with water, as if they're water balloons, they're like impossible to break. So if you give a balloon filled with water to like a toddler and try to have them break it, they will just like lose their minds trying to break it for like an hour. And uh, one of my favorite stories of doing that was I gave it to one of the, one of the boys who was, I think three years old at the time, and he he without articulating anything to me it was just like clear that he had a a, he had a plan he had something in mind he put his balloon down on the ground then he went and got his he has like a little like one of those little plastic cars that has a handle on it that you can push kids around in so he came over he puts his balloon down and he goes and gets his car and then he rides it over to the balloon and like lines his car up and then he proceeded to drive over the water balloon back and forth and back and forth until he popped it and it was so funny i was like that was some gangster shit. like i've never seen from a (laughs) three-year-old like the way he was literally like looking back at the balloon and and backing his car up Onto it over and over and over over again.
0: (laughs) He was preparing to live stream. Like I think he was. He's ahead of his time. He's gonna be famous. (laughs) Um. So this movie takes this really weird turn where um. He. So our lead character, whose name is Kurt. Kurt's World. uh, Ninety-six or whatever.
1: (laughs) He. His name is Kurt Kankel, and I feel like his name doesn't even make sense. Kunkel. Kurt Kunkel. Kunkel. Still. Kunkel, are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it, yeah, it's not great. And then he, so he meets the Shira Zameda, and when he realizes she's famous, he's like, I have to murder her. And then he goes to her show. I mean, ostensibly, this is the main plot arc of the movie, right? Is that he.
2: Did we explain what the plot is? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: the sort of, but well, so, okay, so essentially the plot is this guy has been making uh, various social media videos for. 10, 10 years, years, and he's never gotten more than, like, he's never gotten double digits of views. So Which is hard together. to
2: do. Hard yeah. to do that. Like, it's hard to get less than double digits. Accident, Like, to do that, you should be able to do that accidentally. <laughs> um, <laughs> At least once in 10 years.
1: Everybody should know that um, Joshua Byron Hutcherson has one video that went viral, and part of the reason it's viral is because he shows his ID and credit cards to prove that he really is Josh Hutcherson. oh my gosh that's hilarious
0: um so so like so he's decided to put this thing together called the lesson hashtag the lesson where he's going to teach people how to go viral a thing he's never done by murdering fares in his spree car and live streaming the whole thing for an entire day And so that's happening. And one of his potential marks is Sashir Zameda, who, as we said, um, is playing a comedian and she gets in the car with the fare he's already carrying. Um, She gets out and and he does not kill her. But while she's in the vehicle, he learns that she's a famous comedian with a really uh, intense and large social media following. So for the rest of the movie, he's really fixated on murdering her. And then he goes to her show... And she talks about meeting him in the lift and how it has really soured her on social media. And so she's just going to, like, ruin her phone and get off of social media for a while. And so she does that. And uh, Joe Carey, uh, Kurts World, kidnaps her again. Only this time his plan is that they're going to make a totally consensual sex tape And that's going to make the internet famous because really what you should be getting famous for is love. And that's all that matters. And when she does not agree to be in his sex tape, he, and he, and she tries to escape, he knocks her unconscious and takes her to the woods or to the, this junkyard and then puts another poll on the internet to say, should he fuck her, marry her or kill her and kill wins. After a real close neck and neck with fuck, which was very hard and not. That's I was, I to was gonna watch. say it's
2: hard watching that as a viewer and being like,
0: please everyone vote murder. <laughs> yeah. You're like, please, come on. Like, it's rough. Also, what would Mary be? Like, if that's for yeah. one, what's he gonna do? But anyway, while he's waiting for the poll to get enough responses, she wakes up and then, you know, a good like final showdown between the killer and our final girl ensues. But
2: Good in quotes. I don't think you said that with enough sarcasm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What did you guys think of this? Like, if this is the story or, like, the message... Oh, and the way the movie ends is that, like, she kills him and she livestreams the whole thing and then they're like, you should take a selfie with his dead body and she's like, whatever, YOLO, and takes a selfie with his dead body and now she goes viral and she's famous. And also people kind of think he's great. So... Before we get to the end end, like, what do you guys think of this storyline where it's like her impassioned speech about followers not mattering just like makes him have an entire change of heart, kind of? Like, did that work for you guys? Turns him into a rapist instead of a murderer? (laughs) Yeah, well, to be fair, he initially was hoping for it to be consensual in a totally delusional way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's bad. It's all the way bad it's also, like, the whole thing is, like, he's trying to... Um, he keeps referring to the the lesson and everything, but it's also, like, the way that that turned out, it's, like, there would be no way for him to at, at all plan for that to be the course of action for the day. So it's, like, what was the lesson going to be before that? Like, the that's not really just clear. Gonna be,
0: the lesson was just going to be... How to become famous? Like I think his intention was to go on a killing spree and become famous in the way that like mass shooters who leave manifestos become famous. Because he tells you all this stuff at the beginning about how you have to like try to cover up in the beginning because you don't want be able to catch on too quick or you won't be able to kill enough people. Like I think he was intending to eventually get caught but kill enough people first that he would be famous for what he
1: did. Yeah. I think also, you know, yeah, just watching a, a, a movie about a person who wants to be famous for murdering lots of people is like hits a little too close to home. <laughs> Like,
0: you mean watching a straight white man who is presumably a virgin try to kill a woman of color was, like, a little bit too fresh right now? Yeah. Is I that mean, what yes. you're saying? I'm
1: laughing because I'm like, yeah, this was not, like, I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable because I was just yeah. like, that's yeah. horrible. <laughs>
2: And I'd like when you asked how, if that whole shift made sense, like, do we buy into him all of a sudden changing his motive? It's like that, I feel like that question assumes that we were bought in before that point. That's a good point. Everything that happened, I was just like, sure. I mean, I'm this far in. I guess this is what's happening now. (laughs) But I was so out so early in the movie that I was just like, I mean, whatever happens makes sense at this point because we're here now.
1: Yeah, we're, we're just going to get through it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I have a comparison to make, and it's uh, it's not going to be favorable to this movie, but um, pretty recently I rewatched for the first time in over a decade American Psycho, which is a classic. And in some ways, in a lot of ways, actually, like I think this movie, whether intentionally or not, is very influenced by American Psycho. And it's curious to watch something that is so similarly on like a plot and theme level that works so poorly. I mean, I think it's a great testament to how wonderful a job Mary Heron did directing American Psycho. But like, for those that haven't seen it, what initially spurs Patrick Bateman to go on a killing spree is that Jared Leto has nicer business cards than him. And like can get can get in to eat at this super exclusive restaurant that Patrick Bateman cannot get a reservation at to save his life. And Jared Leto can just like go there whenever he wants. And that prompts Patrick Bateman to murder him and then continuing continue murdering people um, because he like really is striving for. The, you know, it's, it is mocking this idea in the 80s of, like, white yuppie culture. And he wants so badly to just be, just, like, to fit in and be part of the status quo and be part of the group. Like, in some ways, this is incredibly similar. Like, Kurt just wants to be part of the group and getting to be on Instagram and having people remember him. Um And that movie is so good. And this movie is so bad. <laughs> and, like, I don't have anything to say except that, like, except that I think, I mean, I would not necessarily encourage anyone to watch this movie, but it would be interesting to watch the two of them back to back because like, whether it means to or not, this movie is very much building on the foundation that American psycho laid. And, and it's not, it's not working.
2: Did either of you ever watch untraceable?
0: yes Mm -hmm. it's been a long time yeah
2: that's the movie that that for whatever reason that movie is burned like that movie had such a significant impact on me because i was like i feel like if this ever happened this is exactly how it would go down because the plot of the movie is the killer keeps kidnapping people and then live streaming their murders online and the more people that tune in the faster the person dies and as he does it more and more more people start tuning in uh, it was a while ago. I feel like this was like... 2008. I just 2008. looked at eight. Twenty. Yeah,
0: 2008.
2: Um, and it was the more people that tuned in, the faster the people would die. And the police were trying to shut it down. Like, everyone stopped tuning in. By tuning in, you are killing these people. But it was like the voyeurism that like everyone Mm -hmm. would like, they couldn't keep themselves from watching it. So every time someone died the next time the people died exponentially quicker because it was more famous and more people would tune in. And I thought I was thinking about that so much throughout this movie, because like I said, that untraceable had such a profound impact on me because a, the,
1: It's what made you want to get into brutal,
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's what made me want to become a live streamer. (laughs) (laughs) But no, so many, like the deaths are so horrific and gruesome and some of them are so sad because like it's characters that you become attached to. Like I was so, that movie is burned into my brain and I was like, I feel like this movie is trying to capture a same thing with like the the Instagram or the influencer crowd, but it just did not land.
0: Uh we're yeah, definitely well, gonna have you back at some them. point. Yeah. We're definitely gonna have Ryan back at some point to do untraceable. That would be really I don't
2: fun. know if I can watch it again. I love Colin <laughs> Hanks too much. <laughs> it broke me to watch him die. Spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> um no it's actually really funny that you would say that because by that You should have taken chet <laughs> like I just super oh my
1: god
0: <laughs> like in sorry, October sorry, <laughs> In October, I tried to watch one horror movie every day. And um, there is this terrible horror film from the mid-2000s that some people may have seen, most people have probably heard of, called Fear.com, which had a premise that was not entirely dissimilar to that. Like, people could log on and basically, like, watch or play a part in torture and murder of people. It was a little bit later than Untraceable, and it was also much more straight horror so it was like very much in the gore porn genre or like the beginning edge of that and i remember watching it with jeremy when we first started dating and it was like a like we were both kind of drunk and like i remember it being a fun movie and then in october i rewatched i was like wow this movie is horrible like it does not age well (laughs) it didn't understand the technology and so it was like immediately dated and it's just, like, not fun to watch. And that's what this movie is going to be. Like, it already is that. And it's only going to, like, imagine watching Spree in 10 years.
2: <laughs> I can't like, what's imagine that watching gonna it like? tomorrow.
0: look <laughs> like? <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Um, Ryan, I do want to know as someone who does a fair amount of like internet branding for yourself and has more followers than Kurt's World, um, do you feel like they (laughs) captured the energy of like creating an online brand accurately?
2: (laughs) What I do feel like they did capture, and again, I think this speaks to like what hannah said where like people pitch this to to drink in future like and they're like oh yeah these are what the kids will love this mm-hmm. is like me as someone who's trying to build a following as i mean not old by any means but uh, older than a lot of people who are gigantic on youtube don't worry like, guys I he's on not- tiktok It's like I do not understand the influencer world, uh, but I feel like this movie was someone from my perspective trying to capture the (laughs) influencer world. And if you I don't know if anyone has ever followed, there's an Instagram account called um, Influencers in the Wild, and it's basically people like seeing people filming these, like, ridiculous TikToks or Instagram videos in the middle of a very public space with no awareness of all of the people around <laughs> mm-hmm. them, usually in some incredibly embarrassing way. Um, and then this account, uh, Influencers in the Wild, reshares it. And I feel like this movie was basically, like, people just watched that account and wrote a movie based off of the, the videos that they saw <laughs> in that feed.
0: Um, that's, That is a hilarious comparison my yes, only it, awareness kind of influencers of in the
1: did. wild <laughs> Hannah are you okay wait what happened yeah wait what happened I could hear Sophie you. your
2: audio skipped out
1: yeah I could hear you start talking so I stopped talking but then I didn't hear you say anything else after that
0: oh no can you guys
1: cackling. hear me a- <laughs> yeah can you hear me now <laughs> you were just laughing like maniacs. Yeah. I heard Hannah talking, so I stopped. But
0: then we were both being really polite and not talking. So I'll just say really quickly that my only experience with influencers in the wild is that our our friend, very good friend of the pod, Jose, sent me a post of theirs where people right in front of what used to be the Sprint Center, but I think is now the T-Mobile Center in downtown Kansas City, This, like, SUV with a stripper pole on top was just, like, driving down the street with two women pole dancing on the roof while they were videotaping it in, like, the middle of the day. Yep. (laughs) And it was bananas. (laughs) So that's all I have to say. Hannah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. All all the ones I have seen are, like, somebody posing somewhere where they get, like, knocked over by something. (laughs) Because they're just not paying attention to their surroundings. (laughs) It's a lot of people, like, posing um, just as a wave breaks on them in the beach, and then they end up getting, like, swept <laughs> yeah, into the ocean. Getting
2: destroyed by a massive wave. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, hopefully that answers your question, Sophie. I would say the real, like my experience with trying to build a following is it's much more about trying to actually connect with people. But (laughs) there is a large faction of people who are just like, I deserve to be famous because I make funny videos, but don't actually try to do anything.
0: So you heard it here first. I run on beer is going to connect with people by murdering them. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> um, John, John, or er, sorry, Joshua Byron Hutcherson and I had this conversation <laughs> recently because um, I told him, like, I really like his videos and I want him to make more of them. And he and I had a conversation about, like, you know, if, if either of us had ever thought about, like, trying to be a YouTuber, basically. and And during quarantine, I actually started watching more people on YouTube than, like, I ever have. And now I do have a a couple of people that I do, like, you know, watch their videos every week. And it's so funny because when he and I were talking about it, I was like, I don't know. Because a lot of times, like, I've thought about it where I'm like, yeah, I could probably sit in front of my computer and be really funny. But then it's like when I watch their videos, it seems like a lot of work. And I'm just like, I don't have time for this. Like, they... A lot of the people that I watch make, like, two videos a week. And to, like, produce and edit and, like, make, like, two good videos a week is so much if you're, like, working full-time and everything. I'm just like, I don't have time for this. But I don't know. Where, Where I'm going with this, just that being a YouTuber is something that I cannot understand even as I try to like watch them on YouTube I'm just like this I don't get this <laughs> so we're at the
0: part in the show where I have to ask um Ryan if you were to rate Spree on a very very strategic precise scale of one to five Bloody Marys where would this movie land for you
2: I it wasn't the worst thing i've ever watched Mm -hmm. it wasn't the most mediocre thing i've ever watched (laughs) i would Mm -hmm. say it lies somewhere in between (laughs) i would give it maybe we said out of five Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah and it doesn't always have to be bloody mary's because i can't drink bloody mary's anymore so sometimes i i mix it up with other cocktails
2: i'm gonna give it a bloody mary and a half but the half bloody mary is filled with the sewer water that backed up into <laughs> our apartment today
0: ah! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh no i'm
2: so sorry spree cast and crew but ah. do better
0: <laughs> oh yikes and that sewer water was full of cigarettes hannah how many <laughs> bloody mary's would you yeah for the
2: <laughs> full of cigarette butts also, whoever I think whoever in our apartment complex flushed just ashtrays and ashtrays full of cigarettes down their drain. Oof. Probably had something to do with the creation of Spree.
0: Just a little bit. <laughs> he wrote it. How do you think he wrote it? He was chain smoking and then flushing it down the
1: yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> he was chain smoking. And videos. um <laughs> doing like he was chain smoking while doing a voice memo for like forty-eight hours straight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So that's my rating.
0: Hannah?
1: Um, Yeah, I think I appreciate Ryan going first because that kind of gives me a space to really think about it. I will say, because I agree, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not the most mediocre thing I've ever seen. People who have listened to this podcast before know that I really... For me, it's like the worst thing a movie can do is to be, like, boring. So... I will say that at least this movie didn't go places where I was, like, super bored. Most of it, I was like, this is so bonkers, it's stupid. But I wasn't like, I'm bored. Um, So, I guess I would give it uh, maybe a two out of five. Maybe, like, two out of five strawberry daiquiris because that's kind of what it looked like when his... Blood-soaked car went through the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Love it. Um
0: I am gonna give this movie. Mm. Guys, I'm gonna give this movie one drugged water bottle. Please don't drink it. <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't decide if a drugged water because bottle is BPA. less than one because of the BPA. <laughs> It's going to give you tits. Yeah, this movie really bummed me out. It had like so many elements that I really wanted. Like I loved the cast of it. It did some interesting stuff with trying to do a tech found footage on a phone um, but I hated it. I just hated this, and the more we talk about it, the more I hate it. So
2: it tried. Um, it did all these things. It could have been great, but it was a hot dumpster fire. Yeah, and
0: honestly, like it's one of those things where to to I think honestly the only reason it's a one star and not less is that like if this movie, I don't think Joe Carey did a good job. Like that makes me sad to say because I do think he's delightful. I don't think he did a good job in this, but I think if it had been anyone else, like imagine if the person in the lead was not a, like an actor that you associated good feelings with, this movie would have been unwatchable. So I'll give it one for Joe Carey being a person I like in other things. (laughs) And, uh, that's where I'm at. So, um, we talked so off go air- check it out. Yeah, so it's on Hulu for free. If you um, need to take a nap, you could just put it on and uh, just just go right to sleep. Um, we talked off air about what we were going to do for Inladier News, and I already forgot, Hannah.
1: Um, we were just going to say for this week, um, it's some, you know, more sad news, but also... Our intention is to sort of make it celebratory too, to celebrate, um, the life, but, um, that Jessica Walter, uh, passed away this week, the legend that is Jessica Walter, that is Lucille Bluth and Mallory Archer, and just amazing in everything she's ever been in, um passed away and I personally was very sad when I found out about it so I wanted to like shed a little light on the loss of a of a epic woman
0: yeah one of the most giftable women like mm-hmm. the number of Lucille Blues gifts when Jeremy told me that she had passed away um we were both intoxicated it was like late in the evening and we both just started like reciting her lines from archer and arrested development and i just started like droopy eye winking at him um yeah she just like the best what a like what a comedic force she just was like such an incredible um actress who had a manner of deadpan that was unrivaled
1: and please don't forget that she also did the voice of the mom dinosaur on the dinosaurs. What? Like I'm the baby, gotta <laughs> love
0: me the dinosaurs.
1: Yes, Fran oh my Fran God. Fran Sinclair. I'm gonna this need to go watch some videos of this
0: now. <laughs> Holy shit! I did not I'm know that.
1: Vibrating.
0: <laughs> 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 Oh, man. We should do one time. We'll have to do a very special episode where just like the three of us and dad, like when we're all in Delaware, we drink like a little bit of scotch and then talk about that, just that episode of The Dinosaur. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that we watch. I don't think I've ever seen another episode, but I no, think that's the only
1: seen one I've ever one seen. That's not true. Don't you guys remember the one where the grandma dies and goes to dinosaur heaven and they say swing yes. I mean, low yeah. sweet chariot
0: yeah <laughs> i do not
1: although i, I thought don't. that
2: was the same episode if i'm being honest <laughs>
1: yeah i think we had like one vhs tape that had like three episodes on it yep um oh, yeah so but the best
0: one just... was the sugar one anyway rest in peace jessica walter <laughs> yes
1: rest in peace jessica walter um for anyone who watches good girls it, it made me very sad because she's on good girls and spoiler i'm not this. there yet okay but like i don't know how much of a spoiler it is just to say that a, a, an actor appears at one time in a television show um but this week her character was referenced but not on camera or anything um and i was just like oh that's sad now that's like extra sad now
0: Well, everyone take this opportunity to watch your favorite jessica walter performance um ryan do you have anything that you'd like to plug or places that people can find you on the internet this is where you go follow for follow with our listeners
2: like share and subscribe <laughs> smash that subscribe
0: button
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh. Uh, But for real, I'm very close to a thousand subscribers, at which point I can start making money off of this whole thing. So I run on beer on YouTube. I run on beer on Instagram. I run on beer on everything.
0: And uh, when he gets enough followers, he does terrible things to his body, like runs a beer mile or a Ben and Jerry's 5K. So go follow him. So he'll maybe he'll barf.
2: I do have a super exciting plan for a thousand subscribers, and I will say I've already had a video chat with an engineer to discuss the plan that I have, so what? that's all I'm gonna tease, but everyone should get excited about it.
1: <laughs> an engineer?
2: It was Jamie, but I was about oh, okay. to
0: ask if it was Jamie. I was
2: like my it's helpful that my best friend is an engineer, but it, it was specifically to talk to him about the engineering. Aspect of this idea.
1: If Ryan gets 1,000 subscribers, he's gonna get that uh, massive barge on stuff from the Suez Canal.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> oh my what we God. discussed.
0: That's well, that's delightful. um Hannah, what about you? Can people find you anywhere on the internet?
1: Not really. I mean, kind of. You on can, Hinge. That's true. You can find me on Hinge <laughs> if you're in my vicinity. Uh. Um, yeah, you can find me on, uh, uh, well, my t-shirt company is bettershirts.org and my Instagram for my shirts is, um, better shirts, Chicago. Nice. And I'm on Hinge, and um, if you steal my jokes on Hinge, I will report you. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it has
0: happened. A uh, a person did steal her jokes after trying to match with her, or before he tried to match with you. I forget. It was bad.
1: I'm not Um, sure which came first, the copying or the matching, but uh, that person got flagged. So (laughs) don't do that.
0: Uh, If you want to get in touch with our podcast. You can do that. We're on Twitter at 28 DaysLady underscore ER. Or you can send us an email, 28daysladier at gmail.com. Now, Hannah, you have this one very important piece of advice that's important both for men and women. So if you could share it today, just like you share it every week in case Ryan needs to know.
1: Um well, and <laughs> also I wanna add I wanna add this week that people should watch Joshua Byron. Peterson on on YouTube.
0: Oh, he'll be on the show notes. Don't worry. (laughs)
1: Um, But yeah, my biggest piece of advice is um, if you're a woman and you get creeped out by a rideshare app, definitely don't get in the car after you cancel the ride and they offer to drive you for free. Um, And also always pee after sex. Clink! Clink. (laughs) hey <laughs>